0: Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. All right, guys, got to tell you about an awesome trip that I went on this past weekend. We went up to Humboldt County outside of Ferndale, California. We have a family ranch out there that um, I don't really know how far back it was. Great, great, great whatever grandparents way far back actually homesteaded the ranch a long 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 time ago so um, it's right outside of Ferndale about 45 minutes to an hour outside of town Um, It's so unbelievably beautiful. You can see the ocean from the top of the mountains. It's just an amazing spot so um, There are two family cabins back there one that has power and running water and the whole deal Um, And then there's a hunting cabin way back in the mountains that doesn't have anything Um, It it, actually I take that back it has running water now There's a little spring nearby that my uncle fixed it all up so you can uh, Wash your hands with spring water and actually you can drink from the water there Um, but the cabin was really run down um, pretty beaten up by the weather and not quite falling down but it just needed a lot of love so we took a weekend there were about 12 or 14 of us that ran out there and we just spent the weekend working on the cabin um, and <laughs> it was pretty eventful as you can imagine, uh, started off the trip. I was supposed to pick up one of our buddies from the airport. His plane was like an hour and a half delayed by the time he actually landed. There was a lady that had a medical emergency, so they had to get her off the plane. So, uh, long story short, we got a late start headed out there, ended up finally getting to the ranch. Oh, ah, it was about six or seven o'clock on Friday night everybody went to bed and we woke up the next morning and got started. So um, we kind of, everybody really manned their own station and figured out what their role was going to be. It was kind of nice. We had so many people, everybody was able to work on something different, but the whole goal was we wanted to take all the siding off, replace all the entire um, outside framing of the building, put in new windows, clean up the bedrooms, um, add a bathroom, uh, remodel the tool closet. There was just a lot, a lot, a lot to do. Um, And again, everything was basically kind of falling apart in the place. So we needed to take a lot out of there. Well, after the first day, Uh, we had half the siding done, the bathroom was half plumbed in, we had a septic tank that we were putting in, um, and we had made a ton of progress. So I actually was only able to work on it for two days. I came back home on Monday morning, but even after the two days, it was absolutely incredible how much we were able to accomplish. Um, And it was really awesome. One of the obstacles that we were having to overcome was the cabin was built on a really steep hill. So if you're imagining a, a flat you know floor it's only a one-story cabin it's very small but the the one story um, is sitting on such a steep hill that the far end of the cabin where the kitchen is it looks like it's three stories in the air where the front of the house where the main entrance is is flat on the ground that's how steep that hill is so in order to take the siding off and all the wood off the front part of the cabin on the steep part of the hill we had no idea how we were gonna get up there again we're an hour and a half away from a town that doesn't even have a gas station, so um, it's not like we had a lot of equipment and tractors and everything. You, you really do have to plan when you go out there. You have to bring all of the food, water, tools, uh, generators, I mean, everything that you need to survive you have to make sure that you have it out there because you can't just run to town and easily get stuff especially on the weekends so that was our one of our main issues was okay how are we going to get up high enough to tear down all of that siding well luckily One of our really, really good buddies, he is a framer and he's been framing for a long time. So um, I kind of just forgot about that part of the house. I was working on a different section, um, cutting the siding and putting everything up. And all of a sudden we walk around the back side of the house and, and this buddy of ours, he had built his own handmade scaffolding to take him all the way up to the top of the building. It was so, so impressive. Um, pretty amazing to see what, you know, the ingenuity that people have, especially if they've been in that industry for a long time. It it was no big deal for him. He's like, oh yeah, I I build my own scaffolding all the time. So it was (laughs) pretty amazing to see him do that. But overall, it was really an unbelievable trip. So much fun to hang out with everybody. Uh, We got everything done. The whole cabin's remodeled. It, It looks absolutely just amazing. It was really, really cool um, to see how fast we were able to transform it. And it's just fun, you know, to see something that you did with your own hands and see the, uh, the end result of it all. It was really, really awesome. But there were a few takeaways that I had from this, some regarding finances, some not. But I'm just going to give you the lowdown on everything that I was kind of thinking about as I was driving six and a half hours home. Believe it or not, as as far north as we are in California here in Auburn, I mean, we're north of Sacramento. We went another six and a half hours north in California and we still had not hit Oregon. Just unbelievable how big California is. But the first thing that I really took away from this trip was When you're out there and you have no cell phone service, no access to, you know, the outside world, no stores, no anything, it's kind of amazing to see what really is important. I mean, at that point in time, the only thing that really mattered was the camaraderie and fellowship that we had with the people around us. And all you really need are just the basics, food, water, and shelter. I mean, at that point in time, Money doesn't really do anything for you. If you're living out there, you might as well just get paid in beef and vegetables and water. <laughs> Your money is no good anyways. There's nothing to even buy. So it's kind of fun sometimes to uh, unplug from the outside world and and get back to you know just being in nature, as you know goofy as that sounds. It, it really is nice to have that mental refresh and and just be reminded of you know what really is important. It's also amazing to me, you know, how much we take things for granted um, just during our everyday lives. I mean, there was one night that my little brother and I—we uh, everybody up there was so tired after the workdays that people were going to bed while the sun was still up at like eight thirty at night because we were getting up at five thirty-six the next morning to eat breakfast and get started. So people were whooped. But one evening, my little brother and I we found uh, in the in one of the cabins there was a. Uh, backgammon set it was backgammon and checkers and we have played backgammon a couple times like good enough that we know the rules but not good enough that we we don't know how to set up the board so (laughs) we were trying to read the directions but it was such an old game set that the directions we either lost the page or just wasn't there um, that shows how you're supposed to set up the pieces and if you've ever played backgammon it's very very crucial on how you set it up i mean you seriously cannot play if you don't set it up correctly so you know we're thinking oh yeah we'll just google it uh wait yeah not we have no service <laughs> so i mean just something that simple on how to set up the board game we we can't even figure it out we, we can't google anything or you know we're out working on the cabin and uh my uncle that was setting up the new septic tank and and putting in the whole bathroom and doing all the plumbing he was missing a couple parts so you can't just you know run 10 minutes over to home depot and go grab it and come back i mean you waste an entire day going out into town where you can actually get to an ace hardware and get the the pieces so luckily i actually have uh one of my clients uh, 401k, there's a, a logging company up there that I run their 401k plan on Monday. Uh, before we left, I was able to run into town and go meet with them and, and do that. So, um, while I was in town, I was able to pick up the parts for him, but I was just thinking, you know, man, um, imagine that <laughs> number one, if I got the wrong parts, I was very worried about that because <laughs> they would have wasted another entire day for him. So I bought a lot extra more than I needed. Um, It really just shows like how much you need to be paying attention to things and how much we have to plan ahead when we go on trips like that, where when I'm at home and we're working on a project, if, you know, oh shoot, we forgot to get, um, you know, the right PVC pipe, literally just turn around Home Depot's five minutes from my house, I can run over there and go get it. That's just not the case. And it's uh, it's amazing when some of those luxuries that we get so accustomed to, when they're taken away from you, how much you actually have to slow down and pay attention to things because one mistake can cost you an entire day's worth of progress. So another thing that you know really stuck out to me was how efficient we were able to get everything done. And, and as I was uh, reflecting on it as we were driving home, Something that was really, really impressive, and and, you know, we're lucky about is a lot of my family comes from a construction background. So we were really able to start with the end in mind, which I'm not proficient at with construction. (laughs) I haven't worked in construction at hardly at all. Um, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know, I grew up in Tucson, Arizona and my, uh, my mom and dad were in general contracting and construction. So I worked with them, uh, over the summers when I was younger, but you know, not enough to like be really, really good at it. So once we're rolling and once you show me what we're trying to accomplish, I can get in a rhythm and, and be very helpful, but I'm not gonna be able to just look at the building as a whole and have the vision of what you know we need to do and, and what we're really trying to accomplish. So um, but being with you know my dad and, and some of my uncles up there who are proficient at it, they were really able to um, create the blueprints and the vision of what we wanted to do and relay that to everybody so that. We were all on the same page, and we had that end goal in mind. It, it just made things so much easier than haphazardly pulling boards off and hoping that we were headed in the right direction. And because of that, everybody was able to find their own job and stay focused on it. Again, that's why we were so so fast on getting this thing done. But you know, I see with lots of people uh, during when they're working on their finances, they kind of do just haphazardly invest or or randomly save or randomly spend and they really don't have that end goal in mind. And it just makes things go so much slower, your, your progress is so halted at that point. And and I get those phone calls of people, you know, when you're 50 years old and you've been investing for 30 years, but you don't really know what you're invested in, what the account type is, how your portfolio has been performing. Some people, they really don't even know how much they're putting in every single year. And when you start with the end in mind, and we can reverse engineer how much you need to put in to hit that goal, It makes things go so much smoother, you're so much more efficient, and you have such a higher chance of success on reaching those goals that you set out for yourself. You know, it also just really demonstrated how important it is to take the right steps one step at a time. If we all would have just ran in there with sledgehammers, starting to tear random things down, just working on our own, not really paying attention to the end goal. That building would have caved so quickly especially because it was built over a hundred years ago and as I heard a quite frequently over the building, or over the weekend, it was not built to the current code that uh, construction people have to uh, abide by in today's era <laughs> so it would it, it could have much easier fallen down but again with the instructions that we were given and everything we were able to work in a an, uh, safe and efficient order. And It's the same thing when you're working on your own financial journey. There are certain steps that we have to put at the forefront in order to make sure that your financial house does not cave in. We have to get debts paid off. We have to have an emergency fund in place. We have to make sure that you have the correct insurance, that your family's protected, that your income's protected. We have to put the walls around yourself so that you can build the intricacies and get as elegant and get as fancy as you want on the inside of that house later on. But if you don't have the foundation and the structure built correctly, at some point in time you're gonna get hit and that house is gonna cave in. And that's really why overall financial planning is so much deeper and more important than what's the hot stock of the week. You know, Is Tesla undervalued? Should I put $1,000 into Netflix right now? We need to look at your financial situation as a broader picture in order to have a better understanding of when and if and what you should be investing in. And so the last metaphor that I was drawing upon, again, as I was reflecting on the long drive home, was thinking about all the different tools that we had up there. You would not believe how much stuff we had up there to work on the cabin. I mean, there were three or four generators. There must have been eight nail guns. My uncle brought up an excavator. Um, I mean, there were more hand tools than you could imagine. All the lumber. I mean, it was actually really amazing what the job site looked like once everybody pulled all their tools out of their trucks and trailers and, and how much stuff we had and we needed it all. I mean, it was, I was using different material to, you know, cut the wood and put up the siding. Then people were using that were trimming up the windows and, and making sure that they were filling all the gaps in between all the, the holes in the wood and everything. I mean, realistically, if we didn't have all those different tools, there is no way that we would have been able to finish that project. And it's the same with your finances. I mean, we have to have a bunch of different tools as you progress through your financial journey. I mean, I use much different products for a client that is in growth mode, trying to aggressively grow their nest egg than I do for somebody that's trying to live off the income. It's completely different strategies. It requires a complete different skill set. But if you don't have those different tools in your tool belt, you're not going to be able to finish the job effectively and get the most out of your portfolio. So those were some of the metaphors that I was drawn upon, you know, thinking about the weekend and um, the... And just thinking about how that building process relays back to your financial life. But overall, it was an amazing experience. So much fun hanging out with everybody. Really, really learned a lot being out there and just had a blast being able to fix something up that you know means so much to the family. So with that, everybody, if you would ever like help reviewing your financial goals and making sure that your game plan is set up to help you reach those goals while taking on the least amount of risk, you can always reach me at my website, hunterlowry.com. There's a link to my personal calendar there. I would love to meet you and love to help you out. All right, everybody. It's a great day to have a great day. Take care, guys.